Sure, this will get us a strike. Oh, probably. Use a door. What's up, Dan? Not much. How are you? Are we actually live? Is your did you do Audacity? Yeah, Audacity's going. Okay. Uh, it says we're live. Nobody's in chat yet. Everybody's got a busy Thursday. Yeah. Drop frames already. What the fuck? Snowing, that's why. Frames hate the snow. Hmm. Why are we dropping frames? Hey, A.L. Ostikov's first one here. That's happened before, right? Oh. I'm pretty sure it does. She's technically always the first one here because she's in the same house. Yeah, but, I mean, not in the same room. No, that's true. Hello, everybody. You're listening to This Might Sound Stupid Podcast. Uh, a podcast where two stupid friends talk about stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Because why not? Uh, I didn't win anything yet, is what A.L. Oscar You says. won two beautiful children. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't catch us live, or if it's your first time to the podcast, you can always subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you use. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apple Play. Or does it? No. Apple Play, Google Play. Um, what is, does Apple have? Like a separate iTunes? It, it's just called podcasts. It's, it's just called podcasts. Just called Apple podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, you mm-hmm. can find us there by just mm-hmm. uh, searching for "This Might Sound Stupid." Mm-hmm. Dan's doing a striptease. <laughs> uh, this might sound stupid, and subscribing because that'd be cool. Because why not? Amber loves that fucking octopus. Yeah, I think once you figured out you can put <laughs> emotes next to each other. It was game over. Game over. How are you, Dan? Good. Good. Our podcast is brought to you, as always, by Joey the Good Boy. Mm-hmm. We'll switch. We'll uh, check into Joey the Good Boy here. Oh, we got a good Joey the Good Boy shot today. Yeah. Some full length Joey. Already unconscious. Oh. <laughs> He's a tired guy. He got to go for a walk today. Oh. No. <laughs> Uh, Amber and our daughter took him for a walk in the woods. For as much as your daughter can. Yeah. she t- She's there <laughs> looking around. Yeah. She, uh, she started to like talk and well, I'll get into this in a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was really beautiful out this morning. Mm-hmm. It, uh, like my drive into work cause it had snowed last night and so all the trees were covered and Oh yeah, those are always, those always look great. Yeah, uh, we're also brought to you by Mike Long. He's mm-hmm. a designer mm-hmm. uh, based out of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. He designed all of our stuff, mm-hmm. and we love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully, in the next year or two, we will have shirts available. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to pressure Mike. Twenty twenty. It is twenty twenty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In twenty twenty. Sometime in twenty twenty. Yep. I said year or two. I know. I'm. I'm cranking it up a notch okay he's got exactly a year so sometime before 2021 yes we will have a shirt available to purchase yes uh, okay 
We'll we'll switch back over. Yeah, uh, Aurora is starting to. My daughter is starting to. Holy cow! A lost camp put a big thing in there. Apparently, Nemo kept running into people at school because he was looking outside at the beautiful snow. <laughs> You're such an idiot. I like that a whole bunch. Look at the beautiful Ow. snow. Uh, yeah, my daughter is just, she's nine months old, nine and a half months old, and just like starting to say, not like words, mm-hmm. but it's, she's starting to talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like today to get out of her high chair, she would go, Ada, like all done. Mm-hmm. But she just says, Ada. Uh, the other morning, I came into her room and she saw me and she goes, hi, like <laughs> is trying to say hi. And then she has been calling me da, 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 which is, Nemo calls me Papa. It's pretty close. It's close so enough. Her, it's, uh, today when I came home uh, from work, she just crawled right over me going da, 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 da. It's a really awesome feeling. Or she's the shark from Jaws. Or that. <laughs> da, da. No, she doesn't do it with that. Well, she's a baby. She's like, she can't quite ah, do it. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, and then I went out and did snow blowing because it had snowed mm-hmm. and then shoveled a little bit where like the tires had packed it to ice. Yeah, yeah. Came back in and she did the same thing, like crawled across the room, like super excited. Da, da, da. So it's fun. She's starting to talk. It's also sad because she's my baby. And you don't want her to talk? No, it's just I, Amber and I aren't going to have more kids, so it's like the last baby. Mm. That I, and the for Nemo, my favorite stage so far has been six months to eighteen months. Mm-hmm. It's like they're your little buddies. They just want to do everything you want to do. They don't really talk back yet. Hasn't quite. Yeah, I was gonna say hasn't figured out how to be that guy yet. What's up, Papa? We were just saying, uh, Dan. Dan gave you a deadline of twenty. You have a year. <laughs> you have a year to make a single shirt. Dan's Dan's guaranteeing listeners that we'll have a shirt made in the year 2020. In the year 2020. Oh yeah, I suppose I can do that. <laughs> you don't have to do it right now. No, no, no. You, you can listen. We're yeah, we're we just need one in 2020. In the year 2020 mm-hmm. is the de- is, is is Dan's. I don't know if it was a prediction. It's probably more of a prediction than it was like a deadline you were giving him. It was a statement. He wasn't here. It was a statement. Yeah, yeah. A fact. Oh, 100 percent. Do not make me a nerd, loser, liar. What does he say? No, fuck you. The time is running. You're paying for this. Wait. Wait, what? We have to pay you all 2020? I'm so confused. He's on the clock right now. Or he's going to kill us. No, no. Like we, He's somehow getting an hourly rate. All but, of 2020? But he's not giving us anything. See, you know what? We're firing you. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to kill you. Well, after after you get the for the insurance money, you're going to pay for this. That's how I read it. Uh, yeah, I'm tired. Oh wow, nice, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a busy fucking day. Yeah, me and Dan worked together for over an hour, mm-hmm. ch- charting insanity in science rooms mm-hmm. of all the technology that was in there, and it was. Just been busy all day. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking, Dan? Uh, it's from Black Stack. It's mm-hmm. called Lunch Buffet. Uh, 
triple dry hop double IPA. They made it for uh, Ansari's <laughs> Mediterranean Ooh. Grill and Lounge. Ansari's. Hmm. Uh, Must be like in Minneapolis. Blackstock's in Minneapolis, right? St. Paul. It is? Yep. Oh. I don't uh, know what Ansari's is. Uh, it's a Mediterranean Grill and Lounge. It's on our side of the river. I feel like we should know it. Uh, but yeah. It's a cool can. Yeah. It helps the purple is my second favorite color. <laughs> that was a good crack. You said it was 9%? Hmm. It's not bad. Yeah. Let me take a sip. I like half a blapper. Oh, it's in St. Paul. Now you're interested. Fucking dick. Are you drunk? Not like, like that's th- got a. Is this a triple TDH dip? I, I, I think it's a triple dry hop, double IPA. Why is chat censored for me? Did it censor out fucking dick? Because you're a child. Yeah, there must be like a setting you can change. It's not bad. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, like the that's that's fruity as hell. Yeah, it that like this is this is the this is one of those what you can call a a dangerous nine. Yeah, because it's very fruity. Yeah. Uh, Amber, why are you putting a bunch of stars in the chat? That's weird. She's censoring herself. Yeah. <laughs> Quit making up stuff for attention. Uh, Happa Blapper says, I can't get drunk on a Thursday. Of course you can, nerd. I get drunk every Thursday. Uh, Kibby says, I hope he is drunk. <laughs> Otherwise, I came here for nothing. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you talking about us or Happa Blapper? Because <laughs> we're, we're on the way to getting drunk. No. Two beers. No. I have to drive home. <laughs> I think, yeah, Dan, I, I think we've only had one podcast where I got more booze than normal, which was the one where we started with Scotch. Oh, yeah. That'll do that. And I think Jeff said it was our best podcast ever. <laughs> All right. I am drinking uh, Shell's Stag Series. This is a small batch. It's an Arctic ale. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, a barley wine emulating the beer brewed in 1852 per commission by Queen Victoria for Sir Edward Belcher's expedition to the Arctic. It is deep brown in color with notes of raisin and molasses Have and you earthy hop aromatics. Drank it yet? Mm-mm. Uh, look at the look at the alcohol. Just just <clears> do it. Just to make sure. I'm I'm pretty sure I made sure on all these. Uh, it doesn't list it. Whatever. Uh, well, just just a, just a heads up. I could be boozy. Um. Lipbridge's barley, barley wine is 13%. Holy shit. If it tastes that boozy, I, <laughs> I won't drink the whole thing. I wasn't even sure if I would like it because it does. It sounds like it's going to be sweeter with the uh, raisin and molasses. They're not super sweet, no. Okay. We can look it up, too. Just give, give, give uh, her why, a did, why did Happy Blapper say I'm no one? I do like the can. Yeah. You can't really see that. The stag, I'm trying to get the light on it. Stag Series Arctic Ale. It's Shell's. Local it's company. Shells. That was pretty good. Yeah. I'm pour it. Okay. Oh, that's pretty light. Like that's pretty light. Oh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I feel like it should be darker. No, it doesn't smell that boozy no. either. Uh, it's brewed in St. Paul, I believe. Shells is New Ulm. New Ulm. What am I thinking of? 
That's good. That might be a little boozy. <clears throat> I'm going to look it up. Oh, God. YouTube's going to play. Shut up. Yeah, it kind of tastes like a, a, a like a light commander. A light commander? Well, command. that's commander's the name of the lift bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, line. yeah. We, we always go like to commander day. Boy, I can't spell for <laughs> shit. Uh... Let's see. Arctic Ale ABV. I'll tell you if you click there. Nine uh, percent. So it's exactly the same as what you're drinking. Yeah. Except, <clears throat> uh, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. So like the I think they age Commander a little a little more in barrels and stuff. So that's probably what gives it the extra. Okay. Four percent. But yours is nine percent. Oh, yep. you're saying that Commander is. Yes. Uh wow! I didn't know this was nine percent. This is it's very good. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna have to drink this slower than I normally would. Mm-hmm. Must be a local craft beer. Yeah, yeah. Shells uh, is a local brewery. They were like huge at one point, weren't they? They they they've just, they've just been in Minnesota for a very long time. Okay, but they don't they don't brew outside of Minnesota. For some reason, I thought they did. Am I thinking of Lineys? That's Wisconsin. Is it? Yeah. What am I thinking of? What's the brewery in downtown St. Paul by the High Bridge? Not, not downtown, but right outside. It's not Shells. It's a different S. I think. If, if uh. Wall of Beef was Schlitz? here. He would know. <laughs> I'll take Slitschitz. Summit? <laughs> it's not Summit. I thought there was a different... No, it's not Summit. It, I thought there was a giant shells light up sign. Maybe there is, but that's not where they brew, I don't think. Right by the high bridge that goes from downtown into... West, maybe like, they, that maybe goes from west side into West St. Paul? Maybe that's where they used to be. Happy Blapper, what is that? I swear Shell started in St. Paul, but I could be wrong because this says New Ulm. Maybe that's where they started out. Schmidt. Schmidt. Thank you. The Schmidt Brewery Schmidt, is what I'm Schmitz thinking gay. of. Schmidt's gay. <laughs> From that great SNL commercial. SNL. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is good, man. I like this. But yeah, like uh, Kimmy, we we mostly just drink Minnesota beer just because there's so much of it nowadays. Oh, you're, ta- you're talking responding to yeah. Kimmy, but because it's, it's there's just so much there's so good yeah craft beer now because like in Minnesota. Well, just everywhere. Yeah. I mean, that was like uh, when we would go out to Colorado to visit Pete and Jesse. They, it's just they, all they just Colorado beer. All Colorado beer. Yeah. and Yeah. It's it's very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't think of the last... Because Founders. Where's Fa- no, Founders is from... Where's Founders? Chicago? Is, is, I wanted to say it was Colorado. Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Because uh, that all day IPA. Oh, we we've both had Polliners on this show, and Polliners oh, international. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> so we don't we don't strictly drink local no. beers, but ninety percent of the stuff we. Yeah, like the beer. If I have a beer after this one, because this one's higher ABV than I would normally drink, it'll be a uh, Wonder Stuff from mm-hmm. Bauhaus, which is in Minneapolis. Yep, and Wonder Stuff is one of my absolute favorite beers it's wonderful it, it's wonderful wonder stuff uh castle danger cream ale those are two just dynamite beers uh same here in columbus craft beer says war going on craft beer war going on Uh-oh. right now uh i don't know if there's a war our biggest local brewer for sure is surly yeah as far as like that's like cool yeah like they're, they're, they're the first one to because you have schmidt escape the state and become like yeah, they started, but they were also one. They were the company that got laws in yeah. our state changed. 
Uh, Surly is collaborating with Lupulin. Lupulin. Nice. Where's Lupulin? Uh, I don't know. I've drank their beer before. Is that the one we went to on your bachelor party weekend, Hapa? I think Lupulin's Colorado, but I could be I, I could be making that up. Yes to who? <laughs> Probably you. I think he's you, saying you yes talk to me. First. Yeah. I was maybe too fucked up to understand when we went there to really taste. Yeah, to like enjoy what I was. We had been. Okay, it's in Big Lake. Oh, okay. Yeah, we... Okay, thanks. <laughs> we had been drinking and partying uh, all day at that point. And then we had the two most terrifying drives of my life with a very weird man who picked us up in a van. <laughs> it was... I think I was texting you. Yeah, like, yeah. Dude, I feel like I'm going to die right now. It was fucking freaky. This dude, like that dude that was driving us might have been drunk or on something himself. It was weird. Well, he was up in Big Lake, so. <clears throat> when we finally got back, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of meth up in Big Lake, too. When we finally got back to the cabin, I was like, oh, thank Christ. Because I was just, at that point, I was just too fucked up to mm-hmm. deal with it, too, when we were going back. He was doing shit like, because we're way up north where mm-hmm. there's no there's no traffic or uh, streetlights or anything. And he like turned the lights off at one point, driving down the highway at 70 miles an hour to show us how dark it was outside. And it was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> but yeah, when we went to that brewery, I don't remember what I had. I just, I probably saw like, well, this is like 5% and it's not too expensive. I'll just get that. Oh yeah. That, that, you know, that's, that's kind of like your, it's like the cab mentality thing where it's, you start with the good stuff mm-hmm. and then once you don't necessarily taste the same, yeah, then it's just like. Well, I think at the cabin all day we drank Mm -hmm. and then we went and got food and just had pictures of Coors. Mm -hmm. Was it Coors? Anyways, we had pictures of some shitty cheap beer Mm -hmm. and then walked to this brewery, I believe. Uh, And at that point I was just, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't have been like, oh, this is a good beer. I would have just been like, oh, I'm fucked up. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, should we move on? Sure. I don't know how uh, I don't know how this topic's going to do. Yeah, we'll find out. Hey, Javin, thanks for your retweet. <laughs> uh, eventually, we'll get our our asses in gear and set up the the rest of the. This might sound stupid. Social media. Yeah. Uh, for now, if you want to subscribe to our podcast, you can do so by whatever podcast app you use. Just look up. This might sound stupid. Subscribe. Smash the subscribe button. Smash the subscribe button is what Happy Blapper says. We don't have it yet. We can't subscribe. We're on everything. We're probably not on Stitcher. We don't have enough concurrent. Was it concurrent? Fo- we don't have enough followers. Oh yet, yeah, so we, can't on, be, we can't be partnered on Twitch. No, I don't think we'll ever get on Twitch because I think you have to stream more than one day a week. Or no, you have to stream like a certain amount of times in a month. Yeah, or have like a certain number of people. Like it's yeah, whatever it is. There's two different things on Twitch too. Mm-hmm. There's you can be partnered or you can be some. There's another one you can be where you can at least get bits, uh-huh. and then I think you can turn bits into money. Yeah, bits are like a bit is a penny, I think. So you can do you can get that without being partnered. Okay, I haven't really looked into it. Um, but yeah, if you miss a part of the podcast, it's usually up on Twitch, or you can just download the podcast from mm-hmm. whatever you use. I use a thing called Podcast Republic. It's on there. I don't think we're on Stitcher because I think you have to submit to them separately. Yeah, and I think they they might not quarantine. 
whatever it is where like they they pick and choose probably a lot more. I wonder if they do. Uh, I didn't I didn't really look into them when we were starting the whole thing. It's basically uh, if you submit your feed to Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, all the other apps just pick up from their feed. So, uh, yeah, we have one segment on our podcast. Uh, who knows in the future we might have more. This is podcast 31, by the way. I, I wish I had remembered that last time. We were off for so long uh, that I forgot it was podcast 30. So mm-hmm. we've done 30 of them. Uh, this is podcast 31. We might have more... Podcasts. Who knows? We, <laughs> we might have more segments in the future. Who knows? Uh, but for right now, we just have one. It's called Rob's Random Topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way Rob's Random Topic works is that we... Dan and I have a friend named Rob. Sometimes he's in chat. His name is Rolo. Uh, and at some point during the week, we will text Rob and demand a random topic. Uh, this week and last week, it was like an hour before the podcast mm-hmm. started <laughs> that we texted him. Um, but we text Rob demanding a po- uh, topic. The rule of Rob's random topic is first thought, best thought. So whatever pops into Rob's head is what he has to send us. Sometimes they've been very, uh, like there've been questions about the universe. Last, last week's one was pretty it was pretty interesting. I can't remember what it was. Is it like worth it to explore space? Yes. And that was super fun mm-hmm. to discuss, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there have also been ones that was just like, pop, what's your favorite Pop-Tart? Yeah. Uh, that we talked about for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, today's topic from Rob is, what's a toy or something that you always wanted as a kid but never got? Think flipping through a Toys R Us catalog and dreaming. I, did Toys R Us have catalogs? Yeah. They did? Well, like, I think all those places had something like that, like like Sears and all that. I think they, I think when you were a big enough department store back then. Sure. Do you, you could, remember flipping through a Toys R Us catalog? Uh, I remember seeing like I a Sunday getting, ad. I remember getting like, like thick Toys R Us ads that yeah, had like lots I, of pages. I can actually remember being a kid and uh, like saving money that you would get for birthdays or christmases or like if you did extra work around the house and got a, did you get any allowance at, at random times during my childhood yeah okay i if i did like i could ask my parents for work to do and get an allowance not an allowance like i'd get I'd, they'd pay me to do like go vacuum the stairs go do this oh okay and then i would get the sunday ad from the newspaper and i just remember I can remember going through that in daydreaming. Mm-hmm. I don't remember going through like, and like a Toys R Us catalog. No, I, but I think there were. I think at some point during the year there were just really big, like close to Christmas, something like that. There be there would probably be like a really big Toys R Us ad. Okay. But yeah, like I, I'm, I was, I'm, it wouldn't surprise me if they made one. Like there, there's no, probably, it probably a way you could like call in and they would like send you like a catalog. Yeah, I just don't remember it. No, like the only catalog I remember getting is the Sears catalog for sure. I remember the Sears and J.C. Penney's and using because this was before porn was easily accessible on the internet. Mm-hmm. Using the J.C. Penney's models mm-hmm. and the the Coles or whoever models. Uh, for inspiration as a as a as a as a as a teenager. Oh yeah. <laughs> as a as a <laughs> a young man a, a man. young boy in puberty. Um what's do you have one? 
Do you have like a specific toy that you pined after and never got? Um, the one that I remember <laughs> wanting early What's on up, Big J? was it was it was a Lego thing. Okay. The problem is that it was like two hundred something dollars. Um, okay. So like my parents were never gonna buy it for me, uh, but I always saw it and I always wanted it. Okay. It was a uh, basically a city with a working monorail. Oh wow! Yeah, and so like I I really wanted it, but you know there there was no way I was ever gonna actually get the thing. But I, I always had hope that maybe like maybe I would just get it. Where would you see it? Uh like on the Toys R Us shelf, or like just like like I would see it at like a toy store or something like that, or like it might like I don't know if it was ever actually even like if I ever saw it in the ad, but I would see it hmm. at like a if we were at the mall or something, I would see that that Lego set. Interesting. And I would pine for it. I was never big into Legos. Uh, okay, so let's see. This I think it's fun. This is already getting lots of response. Uh, Happa Blapper just says Power Wheels. Yeah, I wanted a Power Wheel. What's a Power Wheel? That's like the little car. Pow, pow, Power Wheels. I pow, remember pow, that. Pow. Like a little Jeep. Oh, yeah. yeah. I wanted one of those bad. Oh, yeah. And I had a next door neighbor that had one. And his parents made a parking spot for him in the garage. I remember wanting that bad. Oh, get out of here. That's awesome. Uh, Kibby says, I remember going getting the Finger Hut catalog. What is Finger Hut? I don't know. We'll, I'm we'll, very we'll, curious. We'll, we'll, we'll Kibby has to tell us what Finger Hut is. Uh, Blapper says, I remember that shit. I think that's in response to Dan. Remote control, remote four control, by four by fours. I, I had, I wanted like the serious ones. I had one that was very cool that had like, uh, it was a remote control car that had like the teeth. No, it just had treads, oh, like a yeah. big tread. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. that thing was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then I also had the one that like it could go. It w- didn't matter if it like fell. It could just drive yeah. no matter what. That one was really cool. I had that. Um. ALS Camp also says, what's a finger hut? Javin says, Teddy Ruxpin. I had Teddy Ruxpin, and he was cool. And that shitty snowman. Snowman Icy Maker. For some reason, I always wanted out of the Sears catalog. I don't oh, know yeah. what that is. It, it, it's just, you just throw ice in the stupid thing, and it just makes shaved ice. Huh. And, like, you have, fl- like, sugar water yeah. that you put on it? Uh <clears throat> Big J says I bought my kids a power wheel as soon as it made sense because I, I do, never got one. I would do the exact same thing. I like that's that's it's like I remember I think I would have loved this when I was a kid. I should buy that for them. Oh, that's it's a hard part of being a parent is it's not like just buying your kids everything. All the toys yeah. all the time. Uh Javin says my parents said no way you'll actually want to play with that. And in retrospect, they were right. Hundred percent. Uh I, you know what, like the first thing that came to mind for me was I remember seeing the commercials for it because I loved action figures as a kid. Mm-hmm. That was like my your, bread and butter jam. was playing with X-Men action figures or uh, wrestling action figures. And I remember in all the commercials, they would have like ice block, like little blocks of like ice or little... Like just little walls that they could get knocked through, mm-hmm. and I remember wanting those uh-huh. really bad. Like, oh, I could build up a wall and like knock somebody through a wall, but they were only in commercials. It was like, where can I buy those? Yep, those yeah, those were never for sale because I was literally just yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about though? They just for some reason those little blocks appealed to me. Yeah, 
and I wanted them. I wanted like a destructible environment. It's it's funny because like if you had to just like put your mind to it, you probably could have made that a weekend. Yeah, you would you would just take like some construction or paper just, and made, just made squares exactly. <laughs> but it was just like I want, but I wanted those like they would clatter to the ground yeah. and I don't know. There was something about them. Uh, Big J says you was way I, more. Ex- I think you meant to say I. I was way more excited than they were. <laughs> it has a remote control. Ooh, nice. nice. Um. Okay, Kibby says Finger Hut was basically everything: furniture, clothes, toys, kitchen utensils, etc. But it was all mail order. Oh, so it's basically a giant Coles, like just like a Coles. Okay, or it just had everything. Just all mail order. Though. Did Coles ever have toys though? It has. JC Penney's had to have toys at some point, right? What's the yeah. What's the chain? Sears? No, Sears had to have toys Sears for sure. Did. Sears. Had oh yeah, toys. Sears had everything. Yeah. Okay. So it must be like a Sears. Yeah. More, yeah okay. That's what I meant. Not JC Penney's, because yeah. Sears had appliances and lawnmowers and okay. I don't ever remember going to Sears. And yeah, to get all their a, kitchen appliances and. Um, I really coveted the uh, uh, the Green Ranger. I think I've told this story yeah. before. Have I? Mm-hmm. The Green Ranger like outfit that you could get, and it came with the vest. Mm-hmm. And I asked my parents for one for Christmas or my birthday or whatever. And they got me the Red Ranger, which is just like, it was like the Red Ranger pajamas basically with like a Red Ranger mask and like white gloves. And it was just like, no, I was old enough to know, like I can't complain about the present I got, but it was, it's just like the most out of touch parent thing ever. Mm -hmm. Like Green Ranger, Red Ranger, who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. And I was like, no guys, the Green Ranger Mm -hmm. has a fucking vest. Like it's, there's a vest. Yeah, or whatever, whatever that that triangle. His epaulets. Whatever. Yeah, is that what it's called? It's mm-hmm. a cool word. I've never heard that word. Uh, and I really wanted that. And then <laughs> I also remember really wanting the was it called the Megazord, right? That like the, the original one. The Megazord yeah. that you could make out of all the different mm-hmm. pieces. Uh, and then my friend Andy Kittredge had it, mm-hmm. and uh, he brought it over to my house and then forgot it there. And I just never gave it back to him. Oh, <laughs> and I still feel kind of bad to this day. Like, I I stole the Megazord. Uh-huh. But it was just like, I, I think he asked me about it once, too. And I was like, I don't know, man. I haven't seen it. So, like, if Andy was going to come over, I would hide that thing. Because mm-hmm. it was, do you remember how hard it was to get uh, Power Rangers action figures? Not. I don't, I don't, let's see. I, I don't remember, like, scarce. I didn't play with as many action figures as you, so I don't remember, like, scarcity. Okay. It was hard to get like, cert- like getting that Megazord was just mm-hmm. hard to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of another example uh, of something that was scarce like that. Like video game consoles have had that. I remember, I remember, I can remember a craze with the original Xbox, the Nintendo Wii. I can remember though, like people would get them and then sell them for a thousand dollars. Uh, but it was kind of the same thing. They were just really hard to get. Mm-hmm. So I just I saw my opportunity and took it. Cause it was a shitty little kid. Uh, action figure thing. Um, the crap shoot that was like asking for a like a Ninja Turtles action figure mm-hmm. and not knowing like which one your aunt would just get you. Yeah, because there's so many of them. It's like which one's it gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Baxter. It's Baxter. <laughs> Just it says Ninja Turtles on the box. What uh, more do you want? Yeah, 
Uh, Mike brings up uh, Tickle Me Elmo as that. That one the, was super hard to get. That's the first one I remember being insanely coveted. Wanted. And then the next year, I think it was Furbies. Oh, Kibby just said Furby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I think Furbies were the like the year after or something like what that. What was the deal with Furbies? What did they do? I think they learned. Could they? They could like say you could teach them words. I think so. But you couldn't teach them to swear, right? And they would just kind of blink at you, and they had a beak. <clears throat> oh man, do you know one of the things I fucking wanted so bad? I'm not even going to remember uh, the name of it, but somebody, you or somebody in chat will. I like. I there was this kid I was friends with named Robert, and his grandma was going to take us to the the Mall of America. Okay, which in is like one of the biggest malls in the world. Yeah, it's in Minnesota. I mean, it's an enormous, enormous ball. There's a movie theater in it and all sorts of <laughs> crazy shit. I, it's gotten bigger. I don't ever go there anymore. Um, but I knew we were going there, so I did a bunch of extra chores, and I still didn't have enough money. So I like went to any place in our house that people kept spare change and like gathered up all these quarters, mm-hmm. and I had enough money, and we went to the mall, and I bought... What were those fucking... It was like a keychain pet that you had to feed. Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi. You had to like feed mm-hmm. it and name it. I wanted one so bad. Half yeah. a blapper says he went to the mall for lunch. Gross. Yeah, they, they, there's a couple... There's like a Chick-fil-A there. Or I just don't like want that. to go to the mall. I think half a blapper works in Bloomington, so he's not far from yes. it. Uh, <clears throat> I wanted one so bad, and I like did it. So, but... Just me, random bills, and then like a bunch of like just stacks of quarters, mm-hmm. and this poor whatever cashier just had to take it, uh, and so, but then I bought one, and I just it was not as cool as I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. I let that fucking thing die. You had to like feed it and clean up its poop. Yep. Did you have one? Yeah. I, I, at some point, I did. Yeah. It was like a we. It was like a, a precursor to Sims, which mm-hmm. the Sims was awesome. Uh, but that was one. I can't think of too many that I was pretty spoiled. Like I can't think of too many things mm-hmm. that I pined after that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grand, my grandma still at thirty four years old would point out to me that my dad felt bad for like he didn't get to see me that often, and my dad made good money and would just like buy me toys, mm-hmm. like kind of whatever I wanted. Uh. Not to the point that like whatever I wanted because it was my dad's next door neighbor that had that car and I'm sure I made it very clear to my dad that I wanted one mm-hmm. and never got one. But I but I can't remember too much that like I really, really wanted. I, another funny story just popped into my head. Uh, I don't... Skeletor from He-Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his staff is called. Nobody can see my hand. His staff. It's got like a big giant skull mm-hmm. on it. They had that staff was for sale and it like talked and did stuff. Ooh. And I thought it was so cool. Uh, and I just, I this is always sucking out in my head. So I had watched Pinocchio. Okay. And he wished upon a star. Correct. And so that night I looked out of my window and I found a star and I wished upon a star that I would get that thing for my birthday and then i got it and i was so as a kid i was so convinced mm-hmm. like my fucking wish came true it wasn't like no your dad just buys you the things you ask for yeah it was like my wish 
came true. I got this Skeletor thing mm-hmm. and I played with it all the time until I was probably like 12 or 13. And then my friend Donnie and I were like just in shitty preteen teenager destruction. And I used it like a baseball bat against a giant oak tree and just fucking splintered everywhere. It was very cool. <laughs> it was a good end to that toy. Uh, I remember wanting the super soaker that had like the two barrels. Oh yeah. Of water on it. I had the one with the one barrel, but it wasn't as cool as the one that had two on it. That's so, no. much, that's so much more water. What was the original super soaker? Like the revolutionary design one. Wasn't it just like a, was it the super soaker 50? Cause it was an olive, olive oval oval, but it was, it was like yellow and green and white. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to say it was the super soaker 50. Yeah. I think it was the 50. And I wanted it so bad. There was, and then there was like a 150. No, then there... Yeah, then they got Super bigger bananas. Yeah. Like but a, there was a backpack one. A Super Soaker 50 is what pops into my head. And I wanted it really bad and got that... Okay, Kibby says it was the 50. Oh, okay. Super Soaker 150. Okay. Uh, and then I I wanted two of them mm-hmm. because I wanted to have like squirt gun fights with my friend. Mm-hmm. And I had that classic like my aunt got one for a birthday or something. And it was like the Super Soaker 70 <laughs> or something weird. And I remember it was red and blue and like a third the size of the Super Soaker 50. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's just one of those classic kid things. Like if a friend came over and you had one regular SNES controller and then like one weird, third party awkward thing. turbo controller, mm-hmm. they would just get that one. It was like when they came over, it was like, yeah, here's this thing. It just popped into my head. Uh, okay, Javin says, no, the 50 was the pared down yeah, so, version. so the 150 must be the, the regular first one. Okay. And then, yeah, the 75, 50, the 200, the 250, like, I think... They they got out of control. Like, oh, they yeah. got to the point where, like, kids couldn't hold them anymore. It was basically you were buying it for an adult. Yes. Uh, Kibby also said, the only thing as a kid I wanted that was popular were the Goosebumps books. Oh, you couldn't get the Goosebumps books? Were you, would your parents not let you read them? Who else it was it was Wade did Wade's parents not let him read it? No. No. Nope. Def- they definitely did. Oh, they definitely yeah. did. Okay. With how much that kid read. Goosebumps books were awesome. Me and my sister read a bunch of them. Uh Oster Camp says I really wanted a dollhouse. I played with one in the basement at my grandparents' house in South Dakota that belonged to my aunt, but I don't think they were in stores. So just like a bit like a full size dollhouse with like a living room. And bathrooms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Did it have like wallpaper and kind of like a fancy dollhouse? Kibby uh, <laughs> says, if I wanted to get someone wet, I would just put them into a puddle. I was a mean kid. The original Super Soaker. Okay. A.L. Ostercamp says, yes, it was very 60s. Shag carpeting. I also, like, this is stupid, but something I remember coveting, like wanting, that mm-hmm. wasn't, nobody could give it to me, was like, a miniature city like they used in Godzilla movies. Mm. Like, I just thought it'd be so cool to have my action figures playing in a miniature city. Uh, yeah. Like, like you almost should have been like, if like, if, if you were more into Lego, you could have just built, built all this stuff yeah. for yourself. I did have, like I said, my dad got me a lot of toys. I had the full Ninja Turtle, like underground layer. Do you remember that thing? There was like a street on the top of it. I think I still have it somewhere. So there's like a street mm-hmm. on the top of it, and then there's tubes they can go down, and then there's like a whole sewer scape underneath. 
I had that thing. I had the Technodrome. I had uh, what was the thing that they would use to burrow into the ground? From they would go from the Technodrome to the surface, and it had like a cone. It was the car, like a, yeah, like the. I circle. had that had thing. The, circle, the the cone drill on it. Yeah, I remember one year. So like, I wanted it so bad, and I got the X Men. Like they had like a layer, and it was like a, it was like a tube that you opened up, and then it was like the whole X Men layer. Mm. What's the X Men layer called? I don't, I can't remember. The expansion. No, it's like the underground thing where Professor X's like mind thing is. The basement? Sure. I don't know. It was like whatever their hideout was. Uh, and I remember calling my best friend who lived across the street like, Donnie, I got it. Like, and he was like, and we just like played with it all day. Uh, the danger room. Thank you, Kibby. Well, that's just a room in the basement. But I think that's what the toy was called. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like we should be using our our, uh, our Google one to uh, get out of your thing. To uh, yeah, sh- to, shut up, uh, shut up, Dan. To uh, to uh, I can I can finish the sentence. I know I can. I don't think you can. I can. I gotta find the thing. All right. To look up some of these. Oh, I got what you're saying now. You get what I'm you get, picking up what I'm putting down? Let's see. What are you, what are you searching? X-Men Danger Room Toy. X-Men Danger Room Toy. Oh, wait. Audio capture might not be working. Is it just called X-Men Headquarters? Oh, we won't watch any commercials. No, but is our is our mic? Are our mics picking up? Can you guys hear us? Oh, yeah. There it is. Okay. I had to scroll down. You're the worst. Am I? Will someone get this asshole a hotkey? <laughs> I think Dan has one. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, Javin says, I had the He-Man equivalent of that giant like base. Snake Mountain, complete Ooh. with scary snake microphone powered by 9-volt battery. I like that name. I want to see if this is the thing... Yes, this is it right here. Hey, let's, let's only Use the X-Men headquarters danger room playset. Uh, Kibby was right. This is exactly it. This is so nostalgic. What is this like? It's, it's $8 off. Oh, my gosh. I had, Yeah, and uh, I told... It seems so much bigger in my memory. This is fucking tiny. Don, like, I called Donnie and was like, I got it, man. And we just played with it all day because I think I also got the... I think we both that Christmas got bendable, flexible Spider-Man, which was really cool to get. Now I want to look up uh, Javin's thing, Snake Hole Mountain or whatever it's called. Oh, I remember the box and everything. Two twenty nine. Yeah, it had this little cannon that fired. I had literally all of these action figures. Featuring the danger room. That's cool. All right, what was it? Snake Hole Mountain? Yeah. I'm not going to Google that. Uh, Snake Mountain. Snake Mountain toy. Oh, shit. Oh. It's got to be that. Let's look at the, this this view of it. Is this it, Javin? By the way, as this beer has warmed up, I do not like this. That's usually what would happen to who's commander. 
Okay. Like we would go to Commander Day because it was really fun to just go there and hang out. This thing looks dope as fuck. That's like a different one though. Is it? Which one was it? Because like it's probably the one with the snake on the mountain. This thing? See, this thing doesn't look... That is it. I don't know which one he's saying. This one with the snake that's wrapped around the mountain or this one with all the, the Wait, action figures on it? Wait, he said no top it? left. Okay, so what? it, was, top it left. was that one. It is this one. Yeah, this one's cool. It's got a bridge. It's got a bridge. I had this action figure right here. Uh, his little spinning... That's many faces. Yeah. He has many faces. This thing, the spinning thing eventually just didn't work. Uh, a. Lustercam says, I loved Polly Pocket. We've talked about this before because Dan and I both loved uh, Mighty Max, which was the boys version of Polly Pocket and also yeah, a fucking dope ass show. That's what Kippy was saying. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Uh, do you guys remember the Mighty Max and Polly Pocket toys? I rem- the, more than the toy, I remember Mighty Max the show. Yeah, because they were just mi- they were just mini this. Yeah, they were like it was a little playset. Lego monorail. It wasn't Lego. Uh, I think this is actually the one I had right here. Yes, I had this one. No, I was saying look up uh, oh Lego monorail monorail something Lego monorail. Yeah, that do that. That sure. Is this it? This it? Click on, click on the second one. Monorail. Monorail. 1994. That's like some, that's some, some crazy space Unitron monorail. $549. Holy fuck. Is this... Wait, you said the second one, right? What about this I one? I don't think it's that one, though. Go, go down. Not that one? That's the same one. Oh, whatever. <laughs> maybe, it's the, maybe, maybe it's the airport... Sh- Man, I can't remember. Well, you never actually got it. No, but I wanted it so much. <laughs> Look Holy at this thing! Shit! What is this city? In my living room. That must be like a combination of a bunch of them. That was the other thing that I uh, I remember wanting is like the like the little city that was in Beetlejuice with the train and everything. Mm-hmm. I just want I wanted things like that. You I wanted, wanted like small towns, environments to play with action figures in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, there wasn't anything. I mean, you know, I wanted the classic like PlayStation or mm-hmm. I think pl- the PlayStation is probably the last one I got as a gift. And then I was then I was old enough where I got a job mm-hmm. and just bought all of my own because I bought my own N64. I bought my own uh, PS2. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, there's not a lot. <clears throat> I'm glad that whoever, I think it was Hapa who brought up Power Wheels. I'm glad he brought that up. Yeah. Because that was, uh, Power Wheels was a big one for me. Yeah, that him or Big J, one of the two. No, I think it was Hapa who brought it up. Switch back to normal view. Pow, pow, Power Wheels. Pow, pow, Power Wheels. Pow, Power Wheels. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else. No, that was really like it, I think, for things like that that I really wanted. You know, they like there's always there's always like a couple of random things that, like your friend had. It's like wish I had that. But it was but it was always remember. something small. Like a Wayne's World VHS or like something. A, this is something like dumb. A, like a complete family. Yeah. 
Um, no, I mean, I didn't have very many rules. I could kind of watch or read whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. I remember wanting cable forever. Like everybody I knew had cable and we didn't have cable for the longest time. And then when we finally got cable. The thing that I actually wanted instead of cable was cable internet. But my parents were like, no, it's fine. We just have dial-up. And I was like, no, you guys don't understand. And I wanted cable internet for the longest time. And then we got cable internet. And like two years later, I moved out. Um, is there... Well, hold on. I want to get another beer. And then I'll ask you my follow-up question. Somebody give Dan a random thing to tell you about. Schwat's usually good at this. Schwat isn't here. Uh, A.L. Osterkamp says all the American Girl dolls. Uh, but I did have one, so it wasn't like a desperate desire. Yeah, there was a million American Girl dolls. It's like a thing. Oh, yeah. It's a big thing. Like their hair is important somehow. They, there's books that go along with all of oh, them yeah, too, they, right? Oh, yeah. They have backstories and yeah. like, like things about who they are. It doesn't sound interesting at all. It would to a small girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I had all of the books. Adorable. Mm-hmm. Somebody give Dan a thing. Although Kibby last time gave us one that ended up just being a full-on topic. I just want to go get another beer, and I want to dump this out. Yeah, I forget what that one was. It was a good one. Historic fiction, they were good. You're a nerd. Uh, otherwise, Dan, you're just gonna have to make up your own topic. Perfect. Okay, go. Oh God. Uh, no. Tell us, tell us about the uh the dog you had growing up. What was your dog's name? Biscuit. What kind of dog was it? Miniature Schnauzer. Miniature Schnauzer. Okay, tell us about Biscuit. Uh, little dog that did whatever it wanted. <laughs> what, what do you mean it did whatever it wanted? <laughs> Oh, like we we try to train it sometimes. It like like maybe we could make them sit, but she just did whatever she wanted. Like, not like destroying everything, but she was a free spirit that just kind of hung around the house and slept and ate my beef ravioli. Got a bunch of colors in her beard. Did my wife type? She wants to all caps talk about boobs. Yeah, she wanted me to talk about boobs. Uh, Way to be a grown up. Now I'm drinking Wonder Stuff. One of the best beers in the world, even though it's from Minneapolis. Uh, I remember seeing a shirt at the mall at like one of those like Spencer's Gifts type shops uh, when I was younger that had like 20 different types of boobs, like a cartoon shirt and had like these different like drawings of boobs and they all had like different like names for what they were. I remember that. I remember being like, Whoa, I'm like, instead of like boobs, titties or like, you know, like, like, like melons, bazookas, like just like all bazookas, just all these like, Oh, look at how pretty this beer is for. Um, Watch me spill it to Javin McLeod's pure delight. Mm -hmm. It's such a pretty beer. Uh, I can remember one of my sister's older friends having boobs, having boobs. No, like very clearly catch me like doing something to 
get a better view of her cleavage. I can't remember. I can't remember what they were doing. We were in a yard, and I just remember her going like, "It was just like, hey, knock it off, you little pervert! I know what you're doing." And then me being like, "Oh God!" And it is seared in my brain of just like, "Well, I didn't like that. That like that." Her reaction was just absolutely perfect. Of like, "Hey, knock it off, you little pervert! I know what you're doing." Uh, and I was like young enough to be just on the cusp of like being in puberty. Like I wasn't full on Mm -hmm. like teenager yet. And it was just like, Oh no, don't like that. Don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) That when you mentioned that shirt, I don't know why that popped in my head, but it is seared into my brain of like, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like the, the, it's the moment in my life that taught me like glancing accidentally. That's one thing going out of your way to stare at them nobody likes it mm-hmm. and it's scary your sister's gonna beat you up uh the question i was gonna ask was do you have anything as an adult that you covet like that and not something like oh i want a jet wouldn't mind a jet you couldn't even fly a jet no i don't need no but someone would fly fly me places you want jet. a jet and a pilot yeah no, do you have something as an adult that you're like, oh, I really want that, and you've wanted it for like years? No. I can't think of anything that I... No. Nothing. I think having a Tesla would be pretty cool. Those look cool. They just look sure. so pretty. Uh, and then what I was just, I was literally going to say what A.L. Osterkamp says, a giant bathtub. Okay. There, do you know who Tim Ferriss is? I don't really know. I don't listen to his podcast or anything, so I don't fully know how to describe him. He's like a guy who's famous for doing things. Okay. Like I, he doesn't have, as far as I know, he's not. He was never on like a TV show. He was ne- like he was never a celebrity in any way. But he was like he got popular in kind of the like he got popular with the internet. Okay. And he would like he would try certain diets for a long time and then bl- blog or vlog about it. Or he did other. I mean, he's like very wealthy. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching this thing on some of his habits once because uh, it was all about journaling. But one of the, one of the things they showed is he has like a room in his house. That's it's not like a bathroom. It's just for his bath. Mm-hmm. And he had, it's, he styled it after like Japanese bathhouses or something. Okay. And it's this giant, giant bathtub. It doesn't have any jets or anything in it from what I remember, but it's like a bathtub that he can sit and just have water all the way up to his neck. And then he also has this huge, like, bamboo, uh, not basket, but, like, drum, or I don't, I, like, a garbage can, essentially, but it's bamboo, and it's just filled with Epsom salt. And he has this bit, it's, like, a basically, like, a shovel, <laughs> and he would shovel salt into it, and then he takes this huge bath, and then there's also a sauna in the room, I believe. But that's, like, my, like, my dream is to have a giant bath. Mm-hmm that I can fill with Epsom salt and then sit in 
like up to my neck, just like completely submerged, uh, basically a hot tub, and then yeah, have like a sauna in the same room. That just sounds awesome. The bees knees, and it doesn't. It's not something that's inconceivably hard for me to get. Like I could get a giant tub, mm-hmm. and at our old house we had a sauna, mm-hmm. so it's not completely impossible or beyond the realm of possibility for me to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? anything like that? Not that not that I can think of, no. You really want a sleep number bed? No. What are the what's the bed no, what's the bed they advertise on Comedy Bang Bang all the time? Just like a cast room. Lisa. Lisa mattress. No, I don't I don't need a new mattress. Yeah, other than that, I don't think there's anything I really want as an adult. I want to sleep more because I have kids. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I, I think I said to Amber, I think it was this week, maybe, maybe it was last week because we're out of the winter break where everything like the weeks are abnormal. You're gone for movie night, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just, I was like, I said to Amber, I'm so happy that like we're out of that and everything is just back to normal. Mm -hmm. I could just, I could be forever happy just doing the same thing. Week after week, like get up, go to my job, I enjoy my job for the most part, mm-hmm. do my job, come home. Tuesday nights, we do movie night, other nights, play with my kids. Thursday night, we do this. Saturday, I sit around, watch some fights, and just do it all over again. Mm-hmm. I could do it forever. I mean, we'll see if I get to just do this for 50 or 50 years. Mm-hmm. If I could just do this for the next 30 years, maybe I'll get sick of it, but. I really don't feel like I would. Yeah. I just it's kind of nice to live a life in want of nothing but a giant bathtub. And I would want one that Amber could fit in with me because taking bath with your spouse is great. Mm-hmm. With a good lock on the door so your kids can't walk in. Mm-hmm. A really good lock. Uh yeah, Hale Ostercam says a literal bath room. Room for baths. Mm-hmm. Kibby says, do you believe that markets truly drive trends or do you believe the public drives trends due to social trends or could it all be a vicious circle playing off both? And then Ayla Oshkam says, I can't find sexy as emoji. Good. Is Amber drunk? Uh, what? I don't fully understand Kibby's question. Um... I'd, I'd probably say markets drive trends. What does that mean? For the most part. So like the... Uh, the oh my God, that's such The markets beer. are the people with the money drive what we like. Like they're smart enough in what they present to us to make us like it and then buy it and then it becomes trendy. <laughs> I think there's a very interesting science to all that. Oh yeah. Not it's not an exact science and it's not something that I understand. Uh no, cuz it's it's not it's not perfect because there's definitely times where well there's it, unexpected it goes, things. Yeah, where it goes the opposite way where something that the market didn't think of drives a trend, but then the market buys that. Yeah, or then, corrects then, in some then, way and then makes it the market. Do you know who Gary Vaynerchuk is? Gary Vanderchuk, he's another guy I don't really... He's like an internet celebrity, but I think he also has a marketing company. Uh-huh. 
I don't know who a lot of these people are. You keep talking about them like you do. <laughs> uh, well, Gary Vaynerchuk, I, I, I just don't know. I've watched more of Gary Vaynerchuk stuff than I have Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss, I watched like one or two things of his ever. Okay, but I just I really remember that bathroom. Sure. Uh, but Gary Vaynerchuk, years ago, what I mean, he was just talking. It seems so obvious to say now, but he was just talking about how like he's not investing. I think he's also he's not an angel investor, but I think he is an investor too. Sure. He started with a wine company. Okay. Uh. But he was just talking years and years ago. He's like, I don't care about PCs. I don't care about laptops. I don't care about TV. He's like, the f- like your phone that's in your hand is the future. Mm-hmm. This is where everybody's going to watch content. This is where everybody's going to... And it was just like, looking back, it was very insightful because I watch, I watch more stuff on my phone than probably anywhere. Hmm. I have stuff playing... Usually at work. If I'm not listening to music, I just have some random video on. Mm-hmm. But I don't play anything there usually that I have to watch. Mm-hmm. The past couple of days has been an exception because I'm doing stuff where I'm pretty stationary in my office. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a lot of like click a few buttons and then sit and wait while this computer does it. Or you know, a handful of them do their thing. Uh, and then you can go back and press play mm-hmm. or whatever. So usually if I'm watching something, it's my son's taking a bath and maybe I'm sitting in the hallway. If if he, because he's getting older and he'll kind of do his own thing and I want to let him do that, like mm-hmm. play by himself. So in the bath, he'll play by himself a lot. So I'll, I won't even sit in the room with him. I'll sit out in the hallway and I'll watch something when it's on my phone. Mm-hmm. Or before I go to bed, I'll watch something. Like I will, I'll, you know, watch a fight recap or something like that. And it's all on my phone. Mm-hmm. But I think there's there's a level of like social understanding and intuition that goes into understanding like what trends are going to come up next. I think it's definitely a skill that is developed. But I don't know if that answers Kibby's question. Not entirely. He's he's just asking what. Do you believe that markets truly drive trends? What does that mean? Does like the market? What market? Money. So like the people the people with money are they the ones that Am I say, a part of that? Cuz I have money and I buy no, things. No, no, no. The people that like make the things that you buy. Are they the ones that Are they the ones that drive trends? Are they the ones that trick you into buying? Not necessarily tricking, but Or do you believe the public drives trends due to social trends? I think it's a combination of both. I don't yeah. know if I would call it a vicious circle, but no, I I, I, think just, I, just, I just think it's a yin and yang where it's like the the best trends um, are somewhat organic, but then again, it's like that, that that's kind of the weird thing with social and like social media. It's like how organic is this thing or was it just a, a very smart person playing like the social media game? Yeah, but don't you think there are people... Who can see like, oh, there's a there's a market for this. Oh yeah, 100%. I'm not good at it, so I can't even think of an example. No, that that like that's that's a thing. Like it's like this like the the, the the pop back things that like some people have on their phones. Like some dudes like pop socket. Yeah. Okay. It's it's something like that where it's like there's a market for there's like, for yeah. that, and, and like we thought he was stupid, but 
so many people have those now and it's like it's like on so many phones like i would i i, I wouldn't like when i first saw it when i first saw like ryan using the stupid thing because yeah. he was like buying them for best buy it's like why would i want this thing it's making it's my phone thicker so many people swear by them they're now. very useful yeah i kind of want one um but it's it's a it's an interesting thing where it's uh <coughs> But that would be that's an example of market driving trends. That's somebody look like somebody who has money to invest mm-hmm. saying, Yes, I think this will this Isn't that what the whole Shark Tank show is about? I've never watched that show in my life. Uh I yeah. also don't have TV, so Yes. Right? It's saying like, Yes, I believe there's a market for this and this will make money. I will invest in it. Yeah, I want I want a part of your company. So in that sense, that would be saying that the market drives trends. Yeah. But not all trends. Like some... What's, what would be a good example of a socially driven trend, I wonder? Maybe grunge music. But no, because there were still people who saw that and thought there's a market for this. I'll invest in making this music. But it, but it may have come from like a social... Like just like the... So, like just like the... What, what it was like in Seattle at the time. Like there in Portland. Like just in like that upper, uh, upper part of the, the coast. Just kind of what was happening socially in that area. Sure, someone made money off it, and they figured out how to market it. But that probably did that. That might not have started as because it came out of nowhere and kind of killed. Yeah, glam rock. I, d- I definitely don't think they expected it to blow up like sub pop records and everything. Expected it to blow up the way that it did. Yeah, so I think that was more of a social trend that became that created a marketing trend. That's interesting. Cause that's how I would read did, that one. Did did Nirvana release? No, wait. Was Nirvana ever on Sub Pop? I don't know. So, uh, ah, fuck. Wild Beef's not here. Javin might know. Schwat would know. Because it would be interesting if you just had like a small curated record label, Sub Pop, and then you release Nevermind, and you're like, fuck, what is happening? Like yeah. you for sure didn't expect it. You were like, I can make a living doing this, and I love doing it. Yep. But you never, you never expected it to be a giant. Like I remember, thing. I remember, I remember watching a thing on Green Day where, like, they started off like very like um, small and punk, yeah. like just playing punk shows, and then when they got signed and released uh, Dookie, it was they were basically like pariahs in like their hometown. Oh, because, really? Because everyone's like. Well, you guys just sold out. Like, even though they they made the music they wanted to make. Yeah. They were it was That happens all the time. That's like people yeah, saying yeah. Metallica sold out when they made black, but Exactly. I've been saying that for years. Fucking Metallica. Uh Nevermind was on DGC Records, which I've never heard that of. That sounds so small. In my life. A, a record uh, label Sorry. Oh, it's a Geffen imprint. That's Oh, it's Geffen. That's, so that's it's Geffen big. Records. That's big. Okay, not bleach the show. Sub pop. Okay, so Nirvana was on sub pop before for bleach. So uh, I, I, I think this, and I think that's that's part of social. See, and like it'd be interesting to know like where where grunge was at the time, or yeah. where, like where that level of like like grunge and punk was before the market, like like Geffen is like oh shit, let's. We need Nirvana. So, like, they saw the social trend coming, and then they hammered it home. So it's 
It is both. Yeah. But I would say it seems like the answer is more that it's driven by the market. It's markets are driving it more than social. Markets are watching social and saying because, this yeah. has a chance to it's cross smart, over. It's, it's smart money. Like, yeah, like those, <clears throat> the, the smart people. <clears throat> but it, it's not like a completely independent thing can't happen. Because that was what's his face five years ago or probably 10 years ago now. Um, thrift shop. Mm, uh, Macklemore. Yeah. So a completely independent artist can still exist outside of a label. Yeah. But it's it's weird. It's it's such a like the big one this year was Old Town Road, where this guy just makes the song, and then it becomes the biggest hit ever. Ever. Uh, nothing's ever been on. I don't think nothing's ever been number one longer than Old Town Road. Really? By Lil Nas X. It's nothing ever? I don't think so. I think it I think it That's interesting. Yeah. Um Ailoster Kim says products see market but art could be social and then marketed. Well that's what I'm saying. It doesn't seem like there's anything that's socially uh it doesn't seem like there's anything that's purely public driven it's hard to say because like you never like but in that regard nothing is purely market driven either like because you we're, we're kind of trained or like like you would think most people are to like be kind of cynical about certain aspects of like things you see it's like is there something behind this like it, it's it's like, cause we, like it's weird. Like we've never like we there was so much commercial pop and stuff like that when we were growing up, that it's it's hard not to see. Do you someone's mean soda hand. when you say commercial pop? No, like pop music. Yeah. Okay. Because it was we came up in the era of like big commercial pop, where oh. it was like huge companies basically shoving like pop music. Yeah. Down everyone's everyone's throats. And like. It wasn't even necessarily like just even like pop. It'd be Foo Fighters is almost pop in that regard because it was like they like they it, it was the machine there, being like, "You're you like this." Well, it's like it appeals to an, a broad enough spectrum of people that mm-hmm. other people will put money into it because they'll make money off of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but that seems like it's the market. But someone has to take a chance for sure. So like Geffen had to, or not, not just. Geffen, well, and then, Geffen didn't walk up to Kurt Cobain and be like, I'm sending you guys. What's up, guys? But some dude in his company's like, this is worth a shot. This this could be it. And that's the thing is they're they're just ta- they're taking enough bets that it's like you have enough money to take enough bets that one of them pays off to pay for the other bets. Exactly. And like what Jan was saying, like we didn't get like unless the band was in our small town, we didn't get any of those bands until they were on the major label. Yeah. Like if like if we grew up in Seattle, maybe we would have listened to Nirvana. Sure, but what I don't what. It, but we didn't hear about them until they were on that other, the big label, until the market. So that would it. say that mark the market is driving the market the trend. drove yes. So yeah. like so maybe nationwide, <laughs> the market drives the trend. Social trends maybe can only. Social it, it, trends it takes maybe, a lot yeah. of word of mouth to basically push them outside of just their small That's community. That's interesting. Social trends maybe only have so much community reach. Reach before they need somebody with 
the capital or the reach yep. to to drive it. I could see that being a thing. That's interesting. Maybe, yeah, maybe 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 that's it's more yeah. National is like a market driven and socially driven ones. Maybe to become national and to becoming market driven. I don't know. I don't know either. I was, it's all spokes in a wheel. <laughs> I'm just still surprised you don't have anything that you want but have never bought for yourself. I feel like there's got to be something. Oh, I'm sure there's like dumb stuff. There's like maybe there's like a uh, some kind a, of laser knife. Maybe a no, it's a lightsaber. Yeah, that's a sword. Like I. <laughs> I just feel like there's got to be something because I feel like you'll tell me that from time to time. Maybe a, be- maybe a better bike. You'll have bought something and you're like, yeah, I've, I've wanted to buy it for a while. And I finally just did like you'll you'll have picked something up that you have. The way you set it up is like I've been thinking about this for a while. Oh, like I'll probably buy a different graphics card, but I don't know if I'm like coveting it, though. Yeah, that's not it. Um. I, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> I would like a bike to bike to work in the spring, summer, and fall because mm-hmm. that w- it w- would be a very easy bike ride. Hey, Javin, does Adam have a bike? Go ahead. What? Keep going. I'm not using that mountain bike. <laughs> uh, I would use I would use the mountain bike to bike to work, not to the yeah. DSC. Uh, but it's not like I I don't feel like I covet it. The only thing that I really want, like really, really want, is that bath, a gi- like a giant bathtub. Like, like I've thought about that. He saw that bike today. It's got your name all over it. Um, like I've thought about that in like my master bath, like remodeling it for no reason. Like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing anybody's ever said about somebody on a bike. He looks so handsome on it. <laughs> Get your slick back hair. <laughs> That's not going to make any sense on the podcast. We're, ja- in, a, we're in a tie to work. Javin, just put that in the chat, and it just tickled me funny. Anyway, sorry. What do you think about with your bath? Like remodeling my bathroom, like tearing out. You have a big giant bathtub. I, it's, it's not that I want a big giant bathtub. I would put a shower there, like a like a like a big, like like a like a big like kind of like steam shower sure. that I could like sit down in. Why not just have a bath? Well, I, I would put a bath. But I, but I, I've always just wanted like a, like a big shower. Huh. I've bet, yeah. I, showers, I don't care. I can sh- I'll shower in a phone booth. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter to me. I thought I, about putting a sauna downstairs because I don't need that many bathrooms. In my no, house. yeah, that would be awesome to put a sauna in that room. That would actually be really cool if you could do that. Yeah, just like I a, miss that sauna we had. Yeah, just rip out that shower and stuff because I don't need a. You know, after I work out, I can just go sit in the sauna yeah i fucking i tried so hard to figure out how to get that sauna uh for anybody listening that doesn't know amber and i had like a like a it's it's just like a phone booth sauna like it's just a freestanding sauna but it was great you could fit two people in it side by side uh it was awesome like noah's ark (laughs) and we just we couldn't when we moved we just couldn't find a space for it Mm mm-hmm uh, unless we were going to put it in the garage, but then you have to like preheat it pretty heavily. Oh Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would love to get, I, I've toyed with the idea of getting, you can get like a, think of like a giant wine barrel mm-hmm. sauna. 
I've thought of getting one of those because then the clearance would actually make it would be fine down here. It'll get you drunk. <laughs> Amber just says that a shower like that would sounds awesome. Why? I don't, what? What the fuck are you guys doing in the shower? It's just nice. Like, Why? You get like it, like just having like the waterfall on you. Were yeah, you much, no, were you, that's were you much of a swimmer. That's what happens in a shower. Is the waterfalls? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like it feels. It just. It's just nice. That's a regular shower. What am I missing? Why do you need room to do like high kicks? <laughs> I don't. Shower bath. See, it's a shower bath. No, what? What? You can have all these jets on the different walls, like hitting you, like massaging you. You got the rain one that's just dropping water right from right from over top. Okay, so in your giant shower, you have like thirty heads. There's probably twelve. No, Amber, you're thinking of something different. Dan's talking about like a shower with a sliding door. I, it wouldn't have a door either. It would. Yeah, Dan's talking about purely a shower that you can do like spinning heel kicks in. I don't know if you could spin the whole way around, just because <laughs> I don't know it's wide enough. I don't get it. I'm not. It's just. I just don't get it. If I'm like, if I'm in a shower, I just I need to be able to get my arm up mm-hmm. so I can wash my pits. That's the only room I need. I don't need a lot of room in a shower. I want what Amber is saying is she wants a giant tub that also can have shower water pouring down on it while you're in the tub. That's what a shower bath is. Oh, I could do that. Oh, so yeah, like my, my so my giant shower could do that. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. I could do that. I love. Yes. Okay. Now you're not talking about what Dan is talking about, which is like. We've had those in different hotel rooms we stayed in where it's just in a, a giant shower uh, without a door. Adam's world famous bed he takes He takes hobo showers. <laughs> I knew I was going to catch shit for describing pit washing. So I wonder if I could do that. Yeah. You're going to figure this out right now? No, no, because I, I, could, I, could, <laughs> I could just have the best of both worlds. Like I could create your bath. Yeah. And then when I don't actually want to fill up with water, it's just a shower. You just take a shower in it. Yeah. And you just have a curtain. Yeah. See, your, your idea is already stupid. Mine's already better. No, that's it's Amber's the best, idea. It's the best of both worlds. It's Amber's idea. She didn't think of it. <laughs> My idea is not, I don't want to shower oh, under it at all. I was just thinking there'd be like a bench on the side. Like there'd be like a slight place you would yeah. just sit. Amber, he's talking about a blowjob bench in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't need any of that. I love... We live in a state where it's fucking cold. Minnesota is fucking cold. I think that's part of it. Like, it's like there are days when I wake up in the morning, like I close my bathroom door. Yeah. So that the heat's on. So like, oh, really? So, so, so like when the heat turns on, it'll like make the bathroom warm. Oh, so okay. Like, so when I go in there and take a shower, it's just this nice oh like. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a nice warm room. I love. So our old house was dra- Our old house was built in like 1949, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was super drafty. I think all the insulation in the walls had failed. It was such a cold house. So it was just cold. No matter where you were, it was just cold. In this house, the main floor is like, you got to wear socks and slippers. And you probably want pants and like a t-shirt and a sweater or a thermal shirt, right? Because we don't set the heat very high because it would be too expensive. But like as long as you have, you're just dressed like you would be going to work in the middle of winter. You're fine upstairs, but down here and in our upstairs, upstairs, I sleep even in the dead middle of winter. I sleep in a pair of gym shorts Mm -hmm. with like a light comforter on me and that's it. Yeah. Same here. Just just very. Our up. So I don't need my bathroom to be like I wake up just warm. Mm -hmm. 
it's not it's not like it was at our old house where getting out from under the covers is a struggle. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Uh you know, Kim says, I'm not your three. Underwear is the only way. Our son never gets dressed. Can I put clothes on? Um but yeah, I I love baths. I like for sure I'm not taking any baths in the summer because that that's something like a serial killer would do. But once it's winter, mm-hmm. I well, the, the nice like the time that I would take a bath in the summer. You would take a bath in the summer. Would be if I, I did it a couple times where like I, for whatever reason, like I was after like working out or something like that where I just felt. Do you get it hot? Yeah, because like you use hmm. it, to, you use it to like relax. Yeah, yeah. The muscles. That's that's all. That's all I use it for. I don't think I take a hot bath. I take cold showers in the summer. Never, 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 never been a fan of that. Cool showers, not cold. Okay. Not like ice cold, yeah, like yeah. you're getting goosebumps. But like, if I just mow the lawn, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'll take a cool shower, and they mm-hmm. just they feel so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, fucking. You actually, what I do lately is I put on some headphones, sit in the sit in the bath with a podcast going, crack a beer, mm-hmm. and just like get it so hot that you're just sweating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get it so hot that like when you get out, you almost feel lightheaded and you have to go lay down. Is that dangerous? <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't <laughs> care. That's one of those things. Like I don't care. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in our current bathtub, you can't a full grown man. I'm not a big dude. Mm-hmm. I'm five eleven, like 190 pounds. I'm not big. I'm a, pretty much basically the average size, I think. Uh, I'm not big. I'm, but I there's no way I could fit in that bathtub. Mm-hmm. I'll still do it, mm-hmm. but I just I can't. I can't fit in it. It just sucks. Yeah, my mind's surprisingly big. <laughs> My tub. You have a nice tub. Yeah, my tub's just too big. Best tub we ever had, because I don't need jets and shit. I don't really use those. No. Best tub we ever had was when we lived on uh, Grand Avenue. We had a clawfoot tub. Oh, yeah. And it was that tub fit a full-grown man up to his neck. Mm -hmm. And he also felt kind of cool in a a clawfoot tub. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I like sitting in a tub. can bring a little scotch or a beer. Mm Mm-hmm. Or other things. Uh, it's good. <laughs> um, yeah, Javin. It's weird how often Javin just strips down to his underwear here. You get. You just gotta. You just gotta. All right. What else should we talk about, Dan? I don't know. Is there anything you want to know about? <laughs> is there anything I want to know about? I can't think of anything that I do right now. What's going on with the impeachment? Uh, I just started. So like hasn't been going on for like a week. So the Senate the Senate trial started. Sorry, just in mic. Yesterday. Oh really? Yeah. For some reason, I thought it'd been going on longer than that. No, I think so. Like Democrats have a few days for opening arguments, and then the we're not Democrats. The House has a few days for opening, and then the White House lawyers have a few days for their opening arguments. Wait, the House. So the so the house impeached. Yeah. So the house has to try him. Oh, okay. So the house is the prosecutor. I think we talked about this last time. No. Yeah. So the house is the prosecution. The White House hired his. So the president has his own lawyers that are representing okay. him, and the Senate 
has to literally sit there because they're own. They are. They're the jury. They I remember own, that much. Yeah, they are. Only, I, for some reason, I didn't remember that it was the House that was trying him. Yep. Yeah. So they, and the White House is defending him. Yeah. Since the House brought the articles, or White House they have team. to. They're the ones that are basically bringing the case. Interesting. Okay. Um. So yeah. So like the, in a, a bunch of like senators have been getting flack for, basically like not paying attention, just like falling asleep and stuff. Because they're to to anybody's surprise, really. At this no, point? of course not. Like 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 you know, it's like some dude's gonna fall asleep. It's gonna happen, <clears throat> dude. I oh actually I was thinking about this. Um, a song came on. I had my iPod. iPod. What the fuck? Two thousand eight. I had my phone uh-huh. on shuffle mm-hmm. the other day, and the song uh, by Jason Isbell came on called "Anxiety." Okay. That I think I talked about several months ago on the podcast of just like having crazy levels of anxiety, being very anxious. Mm-hmm feeling really overwhelmed mm-hmm. um came on and i was like man this song like re- like really like just spoke to everything i was feeling at one point and then i started to think like oh that's when i completely like i just went i'm done with reddit I'm done mm-hmm. with twitter like quit all that stuff and i've just felt so much better since then i go, I go to the magic subreddit <laughs> <laughs> I go to RMMA. Literally, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. I go there too. So that, that's like those are my two Reddits that I go to every day. And I have I've curated Instagram to where I'm I follow like very positive and supportive people. Yeah, I follow you guys and Dad Jokes. Oh, Dad Jokes is and good. And this one girl at Terrace House. I've also really began to like middle class fancy. Shout yes. out to middle class fancy on Instagram. Yeah, middle class fancy and Neat Dad are both. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've liked middle class fancy more than I've liked Neat Dad. They they come in waves because like sometimes like. Middle class fancy will seem like it's rehashing or it's like trying to sell you a shirt, which they are sometimes. Yeah. Um, the other one is Atomic Elbow, which is just like. Oh, just wrestling memes? Well, it's. But they're. They'll use like a picture of like. Shawn Michaels, like super tan, like laying back and it like it'll be like. Uh, the last roller dog at Exxon Mobil staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> the one that. The I th- I'm pretty sure it was middle class fancy that got me mm-hmm. was like me and my friends doing something. I can't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but it was the 15 bad boys. Oh, yeah. I fucking oh, it was making reservations or yeah. whatever. 15 bad boys, eight o'clock. It, yeah, it was stupid. It was. so. But I texted you guys and was like, man, that new middle class fancy is my exact kind of stupid. Because mm-hmm. looking at the meme, it, well, I didn't get like a, a, a genuine laugh out loud. I looked at the meme and I imagine, like, I don't even imagine noticing it myself. I imagine, like, you mm-hmm. or Maloney pointing it out to me at the theater and then me getting really giggly about it mm-hmm. because, like, it, me actually seeing that in real life would just be, I would just get very giggly about Theater 15, Bad Boys at 8.30, mm-hmm. But then somebody saying like, oh, there's our dinner reservation. Mm-hmm. 15 bad boys at 8.30. It's stupid. This is probably not funny to explain at all. But yeah, like it's... it's it's. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's good for you. What? All that social media. Oh, no, no, no. It's like there, there's a point at which it's... Sorry, that's what I thought you were going back to. It's too much. For like, sure it was for my mental health, yeah. man. I had to cut it off. But I made I I I realized I made a huge mistake because I was like I'm gonna start going back to Twitter, 
and trying to curate my Twitter a little more. Mm-hmm. But I've gone back to Twitter during the impeachment, mm. during the election, and it's just like, oh, I shouldn't be here. You got, you got, a, you got a year to this stay the fuck off every, that. Everything is, everything is wrong here. And like, I think Twitter is the worst of it, actually. Reddit was not good. Mm-hmm. Because you can curate all of them, which I don't think is totally healthy if you're only gooding things that, like, uh, if you're getting yourself into an echo chamber. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're only going to, like, like our politics or, like, our Republican, that's bad. Yes. Go to go, go to our mail a day long because that's not, it's not the same no. thing. But I've just discovered that looking at Google News mm-hmm. once a week, maybe twice a week on my phone is the way to go just like if you were reading this paper mm-hmm. on it that's the way i th- that's how i consider it is like reading the paper on saturday and sunday the only problem with google news that i really have right now i've been looking for some other ways to do this is like if you click on a link on google news mm-hmm. it does the same thing youtube does where it's like oh you clicked on this thing about a possible threat if you don't update windows 10 that's i'm just going to show you everything about it mm-hmm. that's all i'm going to show you and you're like, no, can you show me some other news? Yeah. That gets annoying. Like, like, yeah, like, I, I'd say like once or twice a day. I don't know if I ever actually open, like I might open a couple of the articles, but I'll go to uh, the Hill just to read the headlines. Yeah. Just to see like if anything has happened. Because like, that's where we'll talk about like, oh, this, this person did this today in the Senate. So like mm-hmm. that's where I can get that's where I can get like a base knowledge of like what's happening. Yeah. And then I can try and like look for more stuff if I want to know more about it. I but I've like, been leaning on you guys heavily lately. And that's the thing, it's like it's for the most part it's very I don't want to say it's very straightforward, but there there isn't a lot The Hill? No, no, I'm just saying like what's going on. Mm. Like there it there it, it there isn't a lot it's not super um I don't want to say confusing, but it's 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 for the most part it's it's very kind of black and white. Well, and you also kind of know what to expect from both sides. Exactly, exactly. Which is depressing. And so it's not you know, and like so that that'll be one of the interesting <clears throat> things that comes from the Senate impeachment is going to be because I don't know if anybody ever like really like, really would think that they would vote to impeach because you need two thirds. Yeah, and they're not, and like that won't happen. happen. But what? sort of middle Republicans will kind of told the line. No, not, no, not, not the opposite of that. So like kind of test the line, give concessions Mm -hmm. to some of the things that like, um, that the, that the prosecutors want, like, like be it witnesses or something like that. Andrew Yang had an interesting tweet the other day. Uh, who's that again? Andrew Yang is, he's, no, no, just Andrew Yang is one of the 2020, uh, presidential democratic candidates might be out Who knows? might be out here i don't think he was on the debates they didn't let him on the last one though uh i really liked him mm-hmm. i don't think he has a well enough established foreign policy no well enough to find foreign policy i have i honestly haven't looked at him in months probably six months like it, it's so seemed, maybe it's more defined but when the things that i was listening to he's, seeing, he's been he's been trying to do that because he like okay. like it's he got far enough into it Okay. That he needed to have more substance around the other stuff. Yeah, that was my concern with him is like, what, you know, it was really about his foreign policies, foreign mm-hmm. relations, how he would manage that stuff. He mm-hmm. didn't seem to have that really ironed out when I was looking at him. 
But I still follow him on Twitter because he's mm-hmm. a very positive person on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But he said, I know exactly how to fix the... Uh, I'm not saying he's right. I just thought this was interesting. He's like, mm-hmm. I know exactly how to get term limits for senators and uh, representatives. Uh, what do you call them when they're in the house? The representatives. Yeah, representatives. Okay. He just said, we you vote to have eight-year terms put in, but anybody who's already elected is grandfathered in. They don't have term limits. Oh, interesting. I thought that was super interesting. Like He's like, I, th- I think they would pass it the very first time it went to vote. So they they are exempt from it. They still have to run for re-election. Mm-hmm. If they're re-elected, they just get to continue. Like they're grandfathered in so they're exempt but then whoever like whoever gets voted in next mm-hmm. they're in for eight years and then they can't be reelected. Oh, i was in this thing today i uh, liked that idea uh like i i don't know if you would have remembered this it's from 2013 or 14 uh but like chris christie got in a bunch of hot water for shutting down part of a bridge oh yeah i remember this bridge gate yep yep um, so some, so a couple people that work for him were, were basically charged with and were going to jail. Uh, okay. so they appealed to the Supreme court and no one thought the Supreme court would take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they did and they heard like oral arguments a couple of days ago. Yeah. But basically it's, it's this weird thing of they were being politically inappropriate. Who's they in that sentence? The, the, the people that like closed the bridge and did what they did out, okay. of, out of like spite. Um, but what they did, so like they were being politically corrupt, but it wasn't against the law. That's a thing. It's not technically illegal. Hmm. So it's like it's this weird thing now where the Supreme so Court. How do they? So the Supreme Court is basically going to rule on like if if it stands, it would be more politicians could just get charged for things that are kind of corrupt but not necessarily like so they didn't get put away for a corruption charge what did they get no it was oh, convicted boy. of um racketeering or something no bribery but that's corruption and something else but the, but it so their the, argument but the, but the, but the way they like define the bribery yeah their charge, argument is that it's not against the exact letter of the law because they didn't get anything from anybody. Okay. But they just, but they use their office to punish some, this is weird thing where it's like they, but cause like the, the justice are basically took and they said, this person can close the bridge if they want to. And the mechanism is supposed to be in four years, you can vote them out. But unfortunately everything they did they're legally allowed to do even though it's amoral and corrupt they can legally do it all well it's not corrupt you shouldn't use the word corrupt because well, that's like but isn't they, that they, actually they, a legal term no like corrupt like corrupt like you're 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 corrupt that doesn't necessarily mean you're being charged with anything you're just like you have a corrupt conscience like a corrupt conscience like you're okay. what you're doing is amoral yeah. i think is a better yeah word um, term so yeah so like you know the mayor of this city wouldn't endorse Christie, so mm-hmm. they made his life a living hell for three days, and all and maybe millions of citizens of New York, New Jersey, and they but they they technically were allowed to close the bridge for no reason hmm. because that was 
in their job title. That's so weird. Yeah, so that so it's this weird thing now is going to happen where if it gets overturned, does that like does that take away the penalty for just doing whatever the fuck for you want while you're dick? in charge? Yeah, like you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> like your I, your camera just moved. Oh yeah, like I can technically do this. <clears throat> someone's going to do it. You know, people. I guess people might vote me out in three years, but fuck you. But like, fuck you. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Gross. So it's it's this weird. Yeah. So it's it'll be interesting to see what what kind of comes of it because it's like it's not like there's any gray or like these people did it for this reason and that was proven. But is it technically a, like what they were charged for 100 percent? So it's this weird thing. That is weird. Yeah. Javin says there's no corrupt judges deciding this, right? <laughs> well, two of them might not have been there. <laughs> uh, but I feel like it's been good, maybe even very good for my mental health to just try to get information through you guys, the movie night guys. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, like I, like I try and give you the information as impartially as I can. I just, because the thing is like, like, like I might get info from, we'll say I get like, like a 80, 20 split. Like mm-hmm. most of my information is probably coming from something that's, uh, leftist that's, 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 that's more left leaning. I don't want to say left, biased, left leaning. Sure. Um, but I try and find like the fact part of it mm-hmm. and use that. Yeah, I get that. I just, I have trouble not spinning. I have, it's not something that I want to just ignore forever. Oh, like like, like just politics in general. But oh, like no, it, like my I just have trouble not letting my mind yeah. spin out of control on certain things. And like, and that's the thing. Like, and and I, you know, I, and it's probably good for you, like, because I, you know, I've I've definitely seen it a couple times where like you. Oh yeah, it, it can just take over your head. It just I can't even. There's even a part of my. I always talk to Amber about it. There's even a part of my head that's like, stop, dude, mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. And it just, I just can't get it to, and it'll just go and go and go, and I get crazy. Yeah, but like you've gotten, you've gotten very good about like recognizing that in yourself. Yeah, I'm just, I'm still trying to figure out how to, I don't know if combat it or control it, maybe redirect it, or or maybe not even redirect, but like how to direct it Mm -hmm. in a healthy way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh no, hundred percent. How to not let it just totally take over? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I, how do I put the brakes on it and help it, and help move it in healthy directions? Oh yeah, because like like like. So right I, now, right now, while I have two very little kids mm-hmm. and feel like I'm busy all the time, I'm just pausing. It. Oh no, and like, because like let's say like, but it's been very nice. Like a couple weeks ago, when all like the Iran stuff was happening. Yeah. Uh, like. It's not so just like, to completely ignore that. It, it's it feels no, but it feels very nice. Oh yeah. I mean, I knew it was happening, but I was. I just. Sorry, I totally just try to remember your point. Mm-hmm. But I total head in the sand ostrich mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't know what else to do right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a long term solution. But right yeah. now, it's kind of what I'm doing. Sorry, all the Iran stuff. What were you saying? <laughs> uh. So, uh, uh, so I would take it. And I would like take in like like a whole bunch of it, mm-hmm. and I would like it's not like it wouldn't worry me, mm-hmm. 
like because I obviously understand like understand like the implications yeah. of what's happening, <laughs> uh, but I can just I, I can't necessarily just turn it completely off. But I just go, you know what? Like, well, you can like I, I I know what's happening, but I just have to just. I think what you can do that I'm still learning how to do mm-hmm. is you can rationalize the fact that you have no control over it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's or, basically what I try and tell or, myself. Is that it's or like, an insanely small yeah. amount of control, and you can't really influence it by worrying about it. Yes. Whereas my brain is like, if I worry enough about it, I'll find a solution to it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, your camera moved a bunch. Is that what Schwarzer said? Well, he's got so upset. Does that make sense? Yeah. My brain is like, it doesn't. And like, like that. I don't want to say my brain. I'm trying to even think about how to talk about it in a healthy way. Like, I just get, it's this part of my mind that will take over is like, if I just think about this mm-hmm. nonstop in every moment of downtime mm-hmm. for three days straight. I'll figure out a solution. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, mm-hmm. but it means that unless I'm constantly occupying myself with something, mm-hmm. boop, I will then think about that uncontrollably. Yeah. And just go in circles and just kind of wind myself up more and more. So that's what I was saying. Like right now I just I just ignore it. Yeah. Because I'm just I'm just trying to not be like a crabby parent and a crabby husband and so I just can't I just can't give it any mental real estate right now. And then as my kids get a little older, I just it's not a healthy thing to do to just ignore all of the world's problems. Mm-hmm. But I need to figure out, yeah, how to how to help myself understand that like worrying about it constantly mm-hmm. isn't going to solve anything it's weird to be like i can say that mm-hmm. but then to practice it is is wildly different yeah that's it. like like i didn't want to like i like i felt like i sounded like disingenuous when like when it was all going down and like pat and rob are kind of working each other up yeah and i, I just wanted like like i don't want rob to lose sleep over it i don't but want I pat know, to lose sleep but over i it. but i know that he's going to and it's like yeah I, like I can't just say to him, just, just, just stop just caring. Stop, just yeah, just stop thinking about it that way because it just doesn't work. Don't really sleep over that. It's like it's not gonna like no. It's something you, you like your brain is just. But I don't wired in a certain way. I think it's something that I can control. Mm-hmm. I just have to learn. You, like you've gotten that's the thing. Like you you've gotten so much better at it. Yeah, I just have to learn how to do it and practice doing it. Mm-hmm. And like for sure, the way to not do it is to dive back into Twitter right <laughs> now. Uh I also like that uh, Javin said, I go to Twitter exclusively for videos like that mascot TikTok. Perfect. That mascot TikTok, the one that was like, I, w- I was the mascot for my high school basketball <laughs> team once, emphasis on once, and mm-hmm. then showed the video of them like, yay. It's like if Amber was a mascot, mm-hmm. eventually it's just them sitting on a bench watching the basketball <laughs> game. <laughs> But yeah, like you know, we we we've talked about it many times where it's this weird, it's it's this weird line to walk where, like you you like you give a shit, and but but it's it's understanding like in your own mind it's like okay what 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 like what what can I do about 
this this piece or this piece like you know is this something that i can do something about yeah what can i do okay then i'll try and do this thing like if it's like you know giving money or like going to like a yeah but like, my, a, like a march or something who knows but. i think the way that my mind will go is it just i know that i'm motivated that w- maybe it's not that most healthy thing to do but one of the ways that i I motivate myself through negative self-talk <laughs> so like one of the ways i motivated myself for years to get up at 4 30 in the morning and mm-hmm. write was like are you just not gonna do this mm. are you fucking pussy like really you can't get out of bed you fucking pussy all you have to do is get you literally have to get up out of bed and put your glasses on and you're just going to be a bitch and not do it. Like mm-hmm. I'll talk to myself like that and then I'll but I'll it'll I'll get up at 4:30 in the morning mm-hmm. no matter what I did the night before to go right. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's not when I'm like thinking about that's different. I don't think there's any I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. Or like if I'm if I have to work out I'll do the same thing. Like mm-hmm. you're not like you're not gonna get up and do something that's healthy for you. Are you stupid? Mm-hmm. Like I'll talk to myself like that to get myself out of bed, but then it's like immediately I go do the thing. You feel great. And then that part of my brain is like, I knew you weren't stupid. You got up and you worked out. Good for like that mm-hmm. part gets really positive. It's like I knew you could do it. That's why I was being so mean. Mm-hmm. But then there that that piece of motivation is also like, well, if you really cared about your son's future, you'd be out canvassing and protesting and like doing all of the stuff that like, well, you would quit your job and you would do that. Like mm-hmm. my brain will just take it to these extremes. And it's like, no, stop. I don't. That's where I struggle is like, how do I find that balance of feeling like I'm doing enough for all of these kids that I used to work with at Cornerstone who just have like a life I can't even imagine Mm -hmm. uh, that's rough in a way I can't even, I can't even comprehend. Like I can hear it and know that it's a thing, but I can't emotionally comprehend it. How like, how do I find a balance between that and also doing what's right for my family and doing what's right for me? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's where I really struggle is like, well, if you really cared, you would do this. If you really cared, you, if you really cared, you'd never, you never would have gone away from the community at Cornerstone and blah, blah, like no matter what your family needs, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard for me to find a balance there mm-hmm. because the way I've motivated myself for like my whole life to do anything. And I always think I'm very good at just getting myself. Like if I want to do something, I'll just make myself do it. It's not hard for me to do a certain diet or Mm -hmm. do exercises or to do this or do that. Like it's not hard. I'll just do it. And that's kind of how I've always motivated myself, but it doesn't, it doesn't work in every capacity. Mm -hmm. It's trying to figure out how to, how to work those other parts of my life, how to, how to manage my self talk Mm -hmm. is it's really, really not easy. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, like I, I have that sometimes around like working out or doing other things like that where it's like I, I don't know if it's necessarily as negative mm-hmm. but like it, but it's, it's definitely like a lot of like the same sort of thing where it's like he's gonna sit here instead of what else are you gonna yeah it's just right down there like 
Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know that if you start, you'll just keep doing it. Exactly. So just go fucking start. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing. Like, you know you like it. Yeah. Once you start, man, you'll enjoy it. The other thing I do constantly in my head, and I think this is where I can be too hard on other people sometimes, is like, I will just yell at myself in my head, like, stop making excuses. Mm. Stop finding, re- like, find the reasons that you should do this. Or if you made a mistake, find the reasons you screwed up to try to not do it next time. Stop making excuses for why, why this happened and start, mm-hmm. fi- you know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll get really, but again, I think those are fine. Like I'll, I'll some, sometimes use like the, like the carrot and the stick with myself. What do you mean? Um, like I might, like with the bike thing, it was, well, you, you just spent this much money on this thing. Ah, uh, you got to use it. You have to use it. Like, you just, I think a lot of people just, probably do that. Don't gonna, you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I've done that with like running shoes years ago where it's like, you bought the Nordic track. You better use it. These shoes are like $120. Like, yeah. Go outside and run. Like <laughs> I'm also trying lately with exercise to manage my expectations around it. That's one of the hardest parts is because like you think it's just going to be so great and well, like <laughs> i gave you and mike long like a speech after i had my hernia surgery and you guys were over hanging out with me mm-hmm. and i remember it because it was like formulating as i was saying it to you guys but it was like i'm not a fucking athlete <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i just want to be able to move and like not have to really hold on to the handrail as i go down the stairs as i get older mm-hmm. or be like constantly complaining about my back. I like after I got that hernia, I really needed the kind and I'm still trying to manage my expectations versus like, I just want to be mobile as I get older. I don't need to have a, a personal record on a lift or like, I don't need to have those things. I'm still trying to figure out like what that managed expectation looks like. So I, you know, when I got the hernia, I was working out five or six days a week which I just wasn't letting myself recover. Mm-hmm. Uh, more recently, since I've started working out again after hernia surgery, I was doing four days a week, but that even felt like too much. So now I'm doing three. Mm-hmm. And that so far has seemed, uh, with also watching like my calorie intake, has seemed to give me the best balance. Like three days a week, three days a week of working out combined with like intermittent fasting kind of, but also just really watching my calorie intake mm-hmm. has been pretty good so far. Yeah. That, that's the way I felt like this It's probably like the first, yeah. Like the first winter, like without climbing where it's like, okay, if I, if I just do this thing like three times a week yeah, and I'm not an idiot, like it's not like I can keep myself at like summer, <laughs> like, like yeah. spring, summer, when you can get outside again, sort of uh, shape. I definitely did. I got sick for the worst part of winter. Mm-hmm. So I didn't work out for five <laughs> weeks straight. But it was also the part of winter where like you're seeing family all the time. You're eating garbage food all the time, drinking beer all the time. So I put on weight uh, over five weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I was telling you on Tuesday, I finally started working out again this week. Mm-hmm. I've been yeah. sick for five weeks. My legs were just toast. But like last night I did a work. I'm also trying to work out at night now instead of the morning. Okay. Because my nights are with my kids. All 
once my kids are older, I'll for sure go back to working out in the morning. I think that's the best. Is like wake up, work out, and then go do your stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my the more predictable time I have right now is the evening. I can pretty much predict my evening, unless one of my kids gets sick. Otherwise, I can pretty much predict. But my mornings, it just it's like sometimes my daughter doesn't sleep well, sometimes my son doesn't sleep well. But by and large, from like seven to ten seven to midnight mm-hmm. everybody sleeps pretty well so i can usually have an hour in there to work out mm-hmm. so that's my new thing i'm trying is working out at night and then the other thing i'm going to try is i want to try to do like so i'll do next week i'll do like all heavy stuff mm-hmm. so i'll do like heavy deadlifts squatting uh you know lat pullovers like heavier exercises and then the week after on my Sunday, I'll probably do like mid range stuff. And then for the other days that week, I'll do like cardio or mobility work, which mm-hmm. is like, it's kind of like weighted stretching. Sure. Where you like being flexible is one thing. Like you can just f- f- stretch mm-hmm. and get your muscles and tendons flexible. But mobility is kind of like, do you have strength within that flexibility? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like, so I want to do one week of like heavy and then one week of mobile. Sure. That's my new thing I'm going to try. Yeah, I have to start working in um, distance. In, not necessarily distance, but time um, into like the biking part of okay. working out. So it's like, because right now if I do like this, this one loop thing, it's right around 45 minutes or something okay. like that. Um, and it's like, I don't know, 14 miles, 14 something. Um, but I want to, I need to start getting myself being able to just bike for longer, not necessarily going the distance part, but just being able to like slowly go for a while as opposed to just like, cause like when I, when I do like the, like the smaller one, um, like all does the intensity vary when you're doing it? Yeah, so what I'll do like because it's it's got uphills and downhills, which just yeah do it on its own. But it's um what I did the last few times is like six minutes at it says 150 watts. It's basically like sure you're like going at a certain yeah um and then for three minutes I basically go like almost as hard as I can um for at, how many minutes three Jesus and then I cut off and I just kind of go at that, that 150 for like six and the next time I do it it's probably only two minutes because I just can't go yeah, yeah. as long three minutes seems like a long time it, it's I mean, so when I, <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh, and then I just kind of do that for like the whole the distance okay like the hills and stuff kind of throw weird like hiccups into it because all of a sudden I'll just be doing like 240 watts at even though it's not in the right time just because I'm trying to get this fucking yeah hill that just keeps going um but I need to like just kind of do a couple that are just not well, the integral part, but just the distance part. I was just reading uh, a thing from an Instagram account I follow that a really good thing for your blood flow mm-hmm. is to just maintain your heart rate mm-hmm. at a certain level that's not your max heart rate. Yeah. Uh, for 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, and then. I kind of looked very briefly around at that a little more and I was like, yeah, sure. I'll throw this in. Sure. 
So that's one of the things I want to do every other week is like one week I'll have heavy lifting and then like 20 minutes of cardio at like 160 for my heart rate. Uh, And then the next week I'll just have a day that's all cardio. So Mm -hmm. the day that I do the 160 heart rate, Mm -hmm. I'll do lifting. And then my, the last 20 minutes of my workout is I just get right on the elliptical and I keep my heart rate at 160. Mm -hmm. And then, then, so what I'm going to do on that next week that I'm doing mobility and stuff is I get on the bike and I do the bike at between 65 and 70 RPMs, which kept my heart rate at 130. I've only done this once. It kept my heart rate at like 125, 130. Mm -hmm. And I just maintained that specific pedal Mm -hmm. cadence and that RPM for 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I want to get it to where I do it for like 50. Yeah. And I just go sit on the bike and do that for 50 minutes and just maintain and just... Just to see, like, how do I feel? Because after I did it on Wednesday or on Monday, mm-hmm. I felt really good. Because, yeah, like, in my head, I'm like, you know, like, I want it to be, like, if it's June and, like, me, Mike, and Pat are like, let's bike yeah. to Lipbridge. Like, I want that 11 miles, that 12 miles to be, because for the most part, it's flat, flat from, yeah. here, from here to Stillwater. Like, easy. Yeah. Um, but man, yeah, like when I, like the way it goes now, it's like, I'm somewhere around like 150 for your then, heart rate. And then it kicks to like 180. And then I like, okay. there are times where it was like 190 Good when Lord. it was like, but yeah, like when I, when I'm going hard, it's like 180 and then, okay. I, and then it goes, doo, 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 and then it kind of goes back down to like, like 160, 150. Are you using your watch? No, I I uh, I picked you have up a chest a, strap. Yeah, I picked up a chest strap. I'm thinking about getting a chest strap. My mom, really good. My mom has a heart rate monitor that goes on her wrist mm-hmm. that she doesn't use anymore, and I she's I'm gonna borrow that from her to do the uh, to do my heart rate. I'm gonna use that for a few weeks mm-hmm. and see what that does. But I'm the chest strap, from my understanding, is supposed to be the most accurate. Yeah, that that that's what I was kind of reading. Um, Javin says. That's what I'd go for when I'd run a seven to ten k, make an hour of it, and have a steady heartbeat. Like, okay. like, like that's what I'm going to shoot for on Saturday. Is I'm just going to sit. I'm, I'm, I'll probably just be on the bike for like an hour and a half instead, and just maintain. Just go, and yeah, not, and, and not think to myself because that's that's like that's one of the problems I have when I work out is I'm not working hard enough. Yeah, me too. So it's like, dude. So like I'm sitting there and I'm like I've been doing this stupid thing for six minutes i got i, I got i'm just gonna go and i'm not <laughs> doing hard. that was my whole thing last night so last night i was just doing mobility work mm-hmm. which your muscles don't get you you're not working to the point of like i literally it, can't lift feel, this thing anymore yeah, yeah yeah you're not working to the point of like i'm dripping sweat mm-hmm. it's like i have a 20 pound kettlebell and i'm holding it in front of me and then turn like i take the kettlebell behind my head and i just do circles with it mm-hmm and it works your core and your lats and mm-hmm. but i don't it's 20 pounds yeah i don't get tired doing it so it's but you from what i've been reading and 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 watching it's like you're doing it to make your body mobile mm-hmm. because you're supposed to be able to do that and be mobile doing it uh and i was doing other ones um and what i'm trying to focus on is like so one of them i had literally a 10 pound weight and I would push with one hand. Mm-hmm. I'd put the hand like above my head, right? Like if you're doing a sh- like a like a kettlebell shoulder press, sure. Uh, you're putting it above your head. I'm trying to describe it for people who are just listening. 
So you're you're putting your your hand above your head and then going down into a squat. But I'm trying to do that without any pinching in my hip cuz I get hip pinching. That's one of the oh, reasons okay. I went to that physical therapist. No pain in my knee mm-hmm. and no pain in my shoulder cuz what oh, I yeah. know that the pain in my shoulder is from not being externally rotated enough and I get a pinching on my tendon. Oh, okay. Okay. I know that. And so I was just trying to do it pain free. And with 10 pounds, I could do three of them before I was like, I can't do this like, anymore. Like, like which part would? So all three of those on oh, my okay. right side, my right shoulder would pinch, uh-huh. my right hip would pinch mm-hmm. and I'd get a little pain, like a little twinge of pain in my right knee. So all I'm trying to do is do it pain free. And it was so interesting because I'm watching myself in the mirror to watch myself on the right side. I could get my arm to like a little bit more than 90 degrees mm-hmm. and I could get my I could barely get down into a squat and I would just stop right before I got pain. I'm just trying this. I don't know. This is just on some stuff I've been reading. Yeah. I would just get to right before I got into pain. I wouldn't push into pain. Mm-hmm. And then I would sit there and hold that for like as long as I could bear. And then I'd come out of it and I'd reset everything, make sure my core is tight and I'd go back into it mm-hmm. and I could get like, seriously, my arm would get like a little bit more than 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. It would not get straight above my head. And then on my left side, it's like no problem <laughs> to just go down into a squat and mm-hmm. push. So think of like an Olympic lift where yeah. you're squatted and you have the bar above your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that a clean and jerk? Something like that? Where you pull up and you're in a squat and then you go all the way yes. to standing. Yes. I think yep. that's a clean and jerk. Yep. Uh, but you're doing it with a 10-pound dumbbell in one hand. Not 210 pounds. Yeah. Of so I'm just going to try that for a while. Because I felt... Just, just to see if you can get more. I felt good after I did it, dude. Like, after I did it on my right side, mm-hmm. I just... I, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. You just feel good. I felt like I was standing better. and mm-hmm. So I'm going to try that for a while and just lift till right before I get any twinge of pain mm-hmm. and see if the idea is that eventually, if you're holding that, eventually you'll get strong enough where you're getting lower and lower and lower mm-hmm. until all of a sudden you're just going all the way. Yeah, it'll be it'll be intriguing to see by going for like time and distance now. Yeah, if because like when I pushed myself that hard on like Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, I could walk around fine. My legs didn't hurt the next day. So uh-huh. it's like I I were when I first started doing it a couple months ago, it did. Yeah. So now I, I now I got to figure out what the next. You don't have to make no your no legs I know, hurt. but like it's like at some point I'm gonna want to. Yeah. So it's like. I need to. How hard do I have to push? Yeah, it's because it's it's again. It's like I, it's weird, like like gamifying it in my head. I'm like, mm-hmm. um, like yeah, like like I wonder what, like can I push it a little bit more? But then yeah, it's like, but what's the point? Not necessarily like like what not like yeah. a weird like depressing point, but it's like a but like what am I trying to achieve? That's what I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. Is like what what is the wor- what is the series the patterns of workouts that I can do mm-hmm. that. Just keep me in decent shape. That's the thing. Like I, like I really liked doing what I did on yeah. Tuesday. Like it felt great, and that keeps me mobile and mm-hmm. limber. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's really all I'm looking for. Yep. But what my brain wants to do mm-hmm. is lift things until I can't lift them anymore. Yep. And the, the, to where I can barely walk the next day. Like that forty-five minutes, like still felt great. Mm-hmm. Like it felt great doing it. It just was. It just was easier this time. No, the thing that I did on Monday, super easy. Mm-hmm. I just put on a podcast and then I sat on a bike for 40 minutes and mm-hmm. just maintained the speed. I just watched next. 
It was not hard. Yeah, you just caged. watch next. But I did on Tuesday, I felt great. Mm-hmm. And I, so I wonder like, okay, well, these things that I, the initial post that I saw and then the little bit of reading I did afterwards was like, yeah, maintaining that not max heart rate, but higher than your resting heart rate mm-hmm. for an extended period of time is really good for your blood flow. It makes your heart pump at a steady pace that's not overtaxing. Like it just all, when I was reading about it, it's like, it makes sense. And mm-hmm. the blood flow is really good for all your capillary. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we got to end. Oh, okay. Give me the Augs cord. But yeah, it was, but uh, it will be, that'll be one of the cool things actually about doing the podcast is mm-hmm. like six months from now, I might just be like, you might be like, are you still doing that thing where you lift to the edge of your pain? I'm like, oh no, I stopped that because <laughs> it'll be interesting to just, yeah have these opportunities to like recant what I'm doing, revisit what I'm doing, not recant. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's this, uh, interesting, like weird, like cycling thing that I watched on YouTube where like the record for like wattage over an hour was like 440 watts. That's like nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I could like when I bike as hard as I can, like, I think I hit like three something, which was it, it but that was for like a, a few seconds. Yeah. Um. So like this guy that won like the Tour de France or whatever, like 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 four forty over, and I was like thirty something kilometers an hour. He fucking did because he was was four forty for this whole hour. It's, Full of EPO, probably. So they did like a new cyclist, mm-hmm. a guy who was like good, like yeah. like really good, and then a guy like a like a pro Tour de France guy, just to kind of see how long they could keep four forty yeah. going. Like the the guy who's been like kind of like casually doing it and trying to get good at it i don't know 30 seconds yeah the other guy was like Seems three like minutes a lot. okay and then the the pro guy just kind of gave up at 43 minutes like it was like it was not there was nothing to him well he was just, I, he was just going for from what i know about those true to france guys that guy's juice well, to the gills he probably wasn't i don't think he was like blood dupe blood, like blood doping on this youtube video no but it's insane for like, sure it is. Like, it's the, still the, hard. The, the drop-off is nonsense. It's like... But <laughs> I'm not trying to diminish what he's doing as being easy, but no, a no. part of that drop-off has to be from... Oh, I'm, I'm sure... Like, I Not has to be. I would guess that it's from synthetic stuff, too. Oh, I'm sure some of it is. Doesn't mean it's easy. No, and like that's like the crazy thing. It's like... It, it's it, it's this weird thing where it's like... So this guy that's been like... That like works for this channel, like makes these cycling videos and, mm-hmm. and bikes all the time, but not at a professional level can do it for three minutes and it, it, it's like it's saying that like that gap is it's a very big gap it's nonsense and it's the like, guy didn't even tire out completely he, he just, just kind of it's kind of i'm done yeah i'm gonna stop at 43 minutes like i'm sure. gonna like i've just been doing this <laughs> well thanks for listening everybody uh you've been listening to this my Sound stupid podcast available on google play and apple podcast if you don't subscribe to us you should subscribe please subscribe uh on yeah, wherever you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. I use an app called Podcast Republic. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Apple Podcast, Google Play Podcast, or mm-hmm. Google Play Music just has a podcast part of it. Uh, but yeah, pretty much wherever you get your podcast, except probably Stitcher. Yep. I think Joe Rogan said that he's our favorite podcast he's ever listened to. One of his one of his up-and-coming favorites. Oh, okay, that's right. Said. Yeah, that's right. I think it was uh, uh, How to Get Made. Was his favorite podcast? You think how did this get made? Is Joe Rogan's favorite podcast? I'm sure, he's never heard of it. For sure, like it's Tim Ferriss or some Alpha Brain podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, eventually, 
we'll have our social media sorted out and then we'll tell you to follow us on Twitter and yeah, Instagram. Yeah, we'll do that too. But for right now, they're just accounts with nothing on them mm-hmm. because Dan and I don't really post on social media that much. I've done it very few times. This might sound stupid. Son of a bitch, you do not unsubscribe. This might sound stupid is a podcast where two friends just decided why not start a podcast because we can. Yep. And it's fun. We talk about toys. And our working out. And our awesome friends come and hang out and uh beer. And Kibby, he's been hanging out too. Mm-hmm. So from North or South Carolina? No, what? Columbus, dude. Columbus, Ohio. Yes. Columbus, South Carolina. Columbus. Wait, what I think it was Columbus, Carolina one of the Carolinas. No, he's I don't from Columbus, know. Ohio. I think, it was, I think it was South Carolina. For sure it's Columbus. <laughs> the only Columbus I know is in Ohio. I don't know if Kibby's still in here, so he can't clarify. Uh, our podcast is always brought to you by Joey the Good Boy. Yep. We'll check in with Joey the Good Boy here. Very asleep. Oh, my God. Where's my mouse? Joey the Good Boy is very asleep. Joey's our oldest sponsor. He's always been a good boy. Do you want to go to bed? Yeah, he does. We're also brought to you by Mike Long. Mm-hmm. He's a talented designer out of Minnesota. He's designed all our things. I think uh, uh, Javin might be the only one with us, which is surprising because it's after 10. We're, you know, we're also brought to you by Gloomhaven and us somehow trying to figure out how to play that game again. Oh, my God. We're going to figure <laughs> that out tomorrow? No, Two Saturday. Yeah. Uh, for real. Wait, dear. Oh, what's up, Shot? If any of you guys show up early... Tornado fire, baby? Nemo will think that it is the coolest thing if you play this squirrel game with him. Oh, yeah. Thanks, everybody. We love you all. Uh, you're being played out by a band called Beirut. Songs called Postcards from Italy. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.